Episode 128, The Cognitive Dissonance of an Entrepreneur. Time after time again, you've been told great things that you should be doing, and you've been told exactly how you should be doing them. And you haven't done them. And the question is why? And some of you ask yourselves this forever now. What I found was when I moved to bigger cities, because I come from a small, like when I was younger, it's from like a factory, I guess maybe not a small town, but Toledo, Ohio, crime-ridden small town. And so a place like this where we're all factory workers, I tell somebody, I'm going to get into business when I'm younger or something like that, or I want to do this, or I'm doing this, or they're like, oh, good luck with that. And you kind of have these experiences as an entrepreneur that they just, they start to, they start to give you a little bit of cognitive dissonance because the environment isn't responding the same way it was that was giving you the indicators that you're on the right path. And so here's what I want to address for people who want to stay on that right path. And that is, there is a reason why successful people put themselves in an echo chamber of their own success. And if you're not doing that, you already fucked up. And so let's get past that right now. It's going to help you as an entrepreneur move forward through your goals It's going to make you stop second-guessing yourself, stop feeling crazy, and make you just blast off into outer space and the stratosphere for infinity and the goals that you are going towards. So the other day, I read a CIA manual called Exploitation Manual, and it was about something like about interrogation. In the manual, something stood out to me. It said, you have to control the individual's environment. If you can control the individual's environment, you can control their mind. And so they make a they make a case here for for nurture. And the CIA recruits with Myers Briggs, they do they do nature, but they're making a case here for nurture. Which is a shoe steps in the mud and lifts. And there's a footprint, the shape of the shoe. Therefore the mind is the footprint that is the shape of the environment that it's in. And so one of the things they'll do in interrogation in the CIA is they will tell you, does it seem like it's getting a little cold in here? And you'll go, no, it's really warm in here. And they'll go, okay, never mind, and keep talking. And somebody in the back will slowly start to turn down the temperature. So that in your head, you're like, what the fuck? Am I, is this dude fucking with me? And he's talking, it's starting to actually get cold. And you're like, and the agent looks at you and he goes, what, what's wrong? And you go, nothing. Because in your head, you're like, if he is fucking with me, I don't want to say anything. Because then I'm just like, look, but, or is that just, is it actually starting to feel cold because he said that? And so what it's doing is it's making you second guess the indicators in your environment that are giving you a baseline of what reality is. And that second guessing 
is essentially leading to a degree of insanity where your basically your emotions we'll call your emotions like your amygdala starts to go haywire and so when you increase pain compliance is also increased when you increase suffering you get more compliance uh, I believe the way the CIA manual put it was increased suffering increases suggestibility. So maybe it's not compliance completely, but it increases suggestibility. Maybe your likelihood to take a suggestion, not necessarily compliance. Your autonomous decision to stop something from happening. And so the second guessing is what's causing the suffering and increasing the suggestibility. It's cognitive dissonance. Like, too, basically, too much cognitive dissonance, too many false indicators starts to drive you crazy. Because what is a false indicator? It's your mind realizing that you are not equipped to interpret reality. Therefore, it increases suffering, and you're willing to give up your own autonomy to anything else that can direct you, including direct the fabric of your entire reality. And so when you think of things this way, there's a series of journeys you've maybe been on as a, a, a salesperson or a business person, however you want to have it. And so you learn a certain series of things, right? Because the environments you go into, this makes sense, this makes sense. And so you go to another environment where those things aren't normalized. And basically the whole environment isn't giving you the same feedback. So you go from being around a circle of people who are entrepreneurs to nobody at all being an entrepreneur. And then so it's like when you're in a circle of entrepreneurs, you're like, so this, I don't know, we, we started using the CRM. Oh, yo, awesome. That's going to go great. And it's not necessarily the feedback. It's the indicator. You're like, okay, so how do I know where the value is in the market and as a person and environment? As little as what temperature is it? How do I know in the environment that I'm right about this temperature being here? So when you sell to CEOs, you know what you're doing right because they purchased the product. And so I believe that the cognitive dissonance created when you know what to do, you know exactly what to do and you know exactly how to get there. The cognitive dissonance, the little bits of second guessing is just slowing down the engine. Like you're definitely driving as fast as you can, but you kind of got the brakes on. Kind of got the brakes on. So if the CIA says you can control an individual's mind by controlling their environment, then doesn't that mean that your mind is going to be controlled by your environment even if you're the one putting yourself in that environment? And so the bigger question as any organism grows is not only that I'm a thing in the environment, but I'm also, I can have an effect on and I'm a part of the environment. And so in the middle of th those two decisions, what could you do to put yourself in an echo chamber of success? Because I'm telling you right now, things have been normalized in life. You ever have something normalized? You ever, go, uh, you ever go to a concert and you're like, I don't understand this culture of this concert. And then you're with a friend who does. And then you're like, okay, I get it. And it's normalized. The behaviors are normalized. You hang out with a certain level of friends. Certain level of behavior is always normalized. 
certain level of happiness, a certain level of unhappiness, a certain level of willingness to confront life. Like we as people are environments. The people you are around are environments. The five people you hang out with hang out with is your ecosystem. Literally. They're not just people. We're not just all people unconnected. We're a part of an ecosystem. And so when five out of six of your ecosystem is not giving you feedback on a certain thing, but you know that's the most important thing and it's built into you, you start to have cognitive dissonance, which drives you crazy. And then that pain increases your suggestibility, which increases your ability to act like them. So that's why you have to put yourself in an echo chamber of your own success and an echo chamber of the things that you're supposed to do. And kind of the real battle in some ways as an entrepreneur is how do you put yourself in the prime position to not have the brakes on when you're driving? Because it doesn't matter how much will you have, how many affirmations, how bad you want it, how much it means to you and how fucking bad it hurts to not have it. None of those things matter if you have pain in an environment that is leading to suggestibility that is leading to you not following that exact path. So, whenever you learn something in life, wherever you get somewhere in life, and it isn't the same feedback in the environment rather that be listen you think it's fucking 80 degrees you turn your shoulder and then it's suddenly it's fucking 40 degrees you're like what the hell happened that emotion that you have what the hell happened that's the emotion that's the consciousness level so to speak of insanity you have to appreciate that for what it is when you think it's 80 you turn around it's 40 your brain goes what the fuck i don't understand anything about what's going on And so if you overdose someone with stimulus of, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I guess I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Then that person will become suggestible to their environment completely. So I've always seen the journey, quote unquote, whatever the fuck that means, as like an entrepreneur of what I'm doing. As how do I put myself in a prime state, not only inner, like the inner world, how do I be only suggestible to the things that are on my goal? What should my goal be? And where are the environments and what are the things that make me more suggestible against my goal? And I think about that all the fucking time. What are some things that I'm doing that are making me suggestible? Where are some places that I'm going? What are some things that I'm thinking? What are some books that I'm reading? What are some things that are making me suggestible to something that is not going to impact my goal directly all the time? Because no matter how fast you drive, if you got the brakes on, not going to get super far anywhere fast. You can try. It's just going to cause you unnecessary suffering. So... If we take the CIA example from here, where they say in order to control a person's mind, you have to control their environment. 
And then you take the interrogation tactic they do of have you second guess yourself, which creates confusion and pain, which increases suggestibility. And you mix that thought with the fact that if you have a goal and you're not putting yourself in an echo chamber of that, then you're increasing the likelihood that there will be outside indicators of the environment that make you second guess that goal, which will cause you the type of cognitive dissonance that will make you suggestible to not reaching your goal. Sometimes it's not about driving faster. It's about releasing your brakes. And your environment, the things you read, the things you watch, you listen to, all those things, you may see them as pointless things, but eventually when you reach a level of suffering, you're going to see those things as breaks.